Welcome to Seize the GM. I'm your host, Zended. I am your co-host, Jules. And I'm Garda Moje. Have you ever had a great idea for a campaign? Do you have a group of friends who want to play an RPG, but you have no one to run it? Do you want to see what the world is like behind the GM screen instead of in front of it? Well, we're here to help you do just that. Each week, the three of us will be discussing various GMing topics, terminology, maps, atmosphere, world building, you name it. So sit back and relax. Let us help you. Improve your art of GMing. One show at a time. Welcome back to another episode of Seize the GM. Hi, everybody. Hope everyone's doing okay. Not just any episode. A special episode. A special anniversary after school episode of Seize the GM. It it really is, actually. This is the official centennial episode. We finally busted into triple digits. Yay! And it's it's taken some dedication. It's taken some work. It is something that we enjoy, obviously, because we're still doing it. Yeah. yeah. While we are recording this, I do want to point out there is about to be an absolute influx of new podcasts from everyone who discovered the ability to do this during, you know, shelter in place and stay at home orders. So, uh, if you're listening. New podcasters, people perhaps maybe we inspired to pick up a microphone and put words out into the ether. Welcome. Welcome to the Podosphere. Yes. Because it has been a long, strange trip. You ain't kidding. I mean, it, 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 it feels like we've been doing this forever and no time at all kind of at the same time. It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I started this and have made I want to say two moves in the time frame that we've been doing recordings, and I will probably be doing a third move that will then be the last move, as far as I'm concerned. Well, wait, you're moving where and when and why and how and well, all the I'm, other. I'm, I am moving back towards the northern uh, half of the U.S. So, oh, spiffy. Okay, okay. Yeah. So th- this um, is like a, a big, big move. This isn't like changing apartments. Yeah, this isn't like moving across town like I've done twice. This is like I'm moving back closer to where the actual inception for this show started. Because I've owned this domain since I started the Hidden Grid. So I've been sitting on this for a very long time. uh, And just been continuing to pay it and kept it going forever. And I finally decided that I needed to pull the trigger on it when I wanted to get back into talking. and so. I did. And that was that was the original birth of this was I was sitting around with Null 
And I said, dude, we need to do another show. <laughs> and we, we spent a while looking to, for somebody else. And then we found Jules. And then go to Moget, and then it's been pretty much the four of us through most of this. Whether mm-hmm. people come and go, but yeah, it's been the four of us. And yeah, I started originally working on this way, way back, <laughs> like almost 10 years ago. So. Which is scary to think about. <laughs> Wasn't recording anything yet, but I was mm. thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long, strange trip. You know, we're working on modding uh, little bits and bots on, you know, how to improve it. You know, and FYI, if you guys can think of any kind of interesting segments you might want to see or have a topic you'd like to bring us, you can contact us on social media. All the links are in the doobly-doo for this, uh, for this episode. So we're yes. on like Facebook, Twitter, uh, Discord. I think we have an Instagram. We yeah. do. I should use it again. Yeah, we do. Uh, I was actually looking at it today. <laughs> I, I've Pony been, Express. <laughs> I've been neglectful. Uh, there's only so many hours in the day and only so many things I can actually manage to pull off. And so it's this as one of the things to do is a dedication and, and something I enjoy. And so I want to thank Zen and, and Jules for being part of this. I want to thank Noel, even though he's not here, but he's listening, listening out there in Podosphere land. Eventually. <laughs> the last time I talked to him, he was like a year behind. <laughs> He'll catch up. I have faith. But and I mean, that's one <laughs> of the great things is, you know, I kind of mentioned the fact that we've got a lot of people coming into the idea of podcasting and realizing they can put this stuff out there right now. And that we've been doing this together for years already is a testament to resilience to you, our listeners, who enjoy our niche conversations about GMing and what goes on with that, but also to the fact that people with voices still connect us. And, you know, in the midst of what's going on right now with the COVID pandemic and with the distancing and the shutdowns and everyone going through this unprecedented time, voices mattered. They mm-hmm. really did. Yep. They really did. Sorry, I'm veering back into philosophical and large picture <laughs> ideas and having those moments again. Yeah. Apologies if you came to hear uh, Jules and, and Zen kind of banter about the, the pixelation rate of the video games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a video game nutball, you know, but the thing is, it's like, yeah, video games and, and but the thing is that, you know, I got a lot on how to do a lot of tabletop bits by seeing how the story is constructed. And even though that a lot of it can be more linear, but you get a little bit of insight on how to construct that stuff. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. that was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, so we've all been doing this for, for a few years now. And so all of us have done this on more than one podcast. Just 
as a point of reference, I think we qualify as either old fogies or veterans, depending on how you want to classify us. Yeah, well, I, I did the math on mine, and I'm actually in the middle of the second wave of podcasts. So when, um, what was it? When WordPress was still figuring out that, you know, people were using it like this and there were no themes designed around using WordPress to do podcasting. I mean, there was hardly any real, I mean, what the automated RSS enclosures were just starting to happen. So that that says something. Like that was the beginning of it. You didn't actually have to hand code everything for your feed and everything else, which if I had had to learn how to do that, I probably would have never gotten into podcasting. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, as long as we're kind of doing the whole retrospective, prospective, hey, it's been 100 episodes, and the fact that you listeners are listening to us means I feel we should answer some questions, like what are your favorite moments from the first 99 episodes? Ooh. Or favorite things you've accomplished in those first 99 episodes? Oh, you're gonna have to come back to me because I've been in—I have been in all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I even did the uh, what was it—the dog days with this feed. Oh yeah. So I have a lot of episodes. So uh, let me think. Let me think on that. You guys answer that, and then I'll—I'll I'll come back. Yeah, well, I, I for me, I guess one of the, I, I guess probably one of the more memorable things we did was uh, when Zen proposed the idea of a stat block of Palooza kind of as like a, an intermission for each season. And the first one we did, and I, I it, it took a while for me to kind of get into the groove of doing a, doing a stat block because I had no idea what the heck I was doing. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I had to, you know, so one, I had to come up with one that other people could also come with, and not just coming from my own stupid brain, you know, so I had to come up with one and then I had to write two on things that I wasn't really like, okay, this is, this is really, so I actually had to do a little bit of research and all that other fun stuff, but it was, it was kind of fun because it was a challenge for me and it. You know, it forced me to kind of sidestep a lot of the the my kind of uh, my binky and boppy kind of fallbacks when it comes to subjects and topics. You know, so afterwards, it's like because sometimes I just can't get an idea. I have no idea what the heck to do. So, you know, and it's because of that one, it forced me out of my pocket. I'm, I'm not afraid now to kind of ask. I'm like. So I go to my husband. I'm like, Zippy, uh, I can't think of an idea for a stat block. Because sometimes I'll have an idea and I'll write it out. So he'll just throw out a couple words or something like that. Or he'll come up with like a, a vague concept he's been kind of like building in his brain. So, you know, and I'm like, 
and he'll just say it. I'm like, okay, and then I'll just take it and run with it. it it's given me a little bit of a a way to, you know, I might not be able to come up with ideas, but if I can get something from somebody, I'm still able to push. So that's kind of, I guess that was kind of like a, a light a light switch turn on for me. It's just one of those, you know, oh, look at that, you know. So as much as it, I get scared trying to do the stat block of losers, I do enjoy them, but they, because I'm running against you two. <laughs> I mean, come on! There, I, I can't. There, there's no way I could come up with anything more awesome than what you two dudes get. You know, so it's also the okay. I got to come up with a really cool idea. You know, which is you know when my first one was like, okay, what is the weirdest thing I can think of? Which was the uh, the genre swap. So you take something from like a kids cartoon and you put it in eldritch horror kind of a thing, oh. or or something like that. So I'm like, but you guys like. I mean, Gardner Manjay, you came up with the uh, the the hot rods and hot nights. I think it was you called it. Yeah, the hot rods yeah. and hot nights. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to make sure I got that title right. So I'm like, all right, what the heck would I do with it? What the heck would I do with it? I had no idea. And you know, and I, the thing is, like, the we had a, I had ordered out pizza at night, and the guy that was uh, delivering it. He went. He was driving like this slick, slick car, like really, really. I mean, oh my god, this thing was gorgeous. And I just, and that's the idea. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, I mean, for me, it doing that kind of stuff is like. Granted, I can't get in and participate great with all the topics because some things are out of my wheelhouse. I mean, I have some experience, but you know, you guys have more. So I'm like, nope, you take it. But it allows me to at least. It might not be a genre I like or something that I understand well, but it gave me a way to at least, I don't want to say fake it, but at least find a way where my own experiences and weird mindsets can be fit into a topic. And it's actually yeah. helped a lot with my gaming, too. So, you know, I, I'm sorry. I rambled a bit there, guys. I apologize. No, yeah, don't that is one of the joys of, of doing an episode like this. We don't really have a time frame. We don't really have a format that we're adhering to with this, in case anybody was wondering. Mm -hmm. Like, the show notes are just like, yeah, we're, we're going to talk for however long the episode is. Yeah. You know, the, and the, the other thing that was uh best way to put it is when we, when, when Gardemanger, you, you joined our, our happy little troop of madmen. And it I don't want to say that it it changed the the kind of dynamic and, and the kind of interaction that we all have. And it wasn't bad, it was wonderful. But you know, Zen, Null, and I, we already had our kind of little dun da da. You know, we, we had our own little rhythm, but it, it forced me, at least in a way, it also changed my thinking and adapt to, okay, we now have four people and you have a very different background and experience. You know, you've got like the, the, the food bits and, the, and the, the theater bits and all the other cool stuff that you do. And I'm looking at you, I'm like, how does he have that much energy? I'm jealous. <laughs> but it forced me to step up my game too. I, I didn't realize, it's not like I was being lazy, but I kind of gotten into a groove and was complacent a little. And since you have such a plethora of, of outside experiences and interest and abilities, it forced me to also step up the, ga the game that I was bringing, you know, 
it's like, all right, man, if I, <laughs> it's like, okay, it's like, you're like an experienced marathon runner. So I'm like, all right, I got to start training if I'm going to keep up with that dude. <laughs> and it's nice to also geek with someone on Shakespeare because, oh my, it was weird. We were, we were doing like a goofy arguing and you brought up like the, the intro to Romeo and Juliet one time. And I remember that scene. We started like uh, bitter bantering back and forth as goofing, you know, as we're warming ourselves up. And I was just like, this is the best. Well, and I think one of the important things I want to say is Jules, you still undersell your abilities. Always. You, you've gotten better, but you, you have you have a talent that you do not recognize you have. Mm-hmm. And your words are kind with us, and I am returning them in honesty that you have a real knack for a, a descriptive verb. You you've got the ability to encapsulate things in the mind's eye that are great. And I was gonna mention stat block of Palooza's as, as one of my things that I was really yeah, yeah. Proud of liked uh because i think that the way we started weaving those themes together and challenging each other was remarkable but i will you know push on to other topics as well because we've mentioned the stat block of palooza's stat block of palooza we need to get you a reverb effect on that thing dude <laughs> you know that this either that or putting it into a super deep bass like the <clears throat> in a world kind of thing <laughs> stat block of palooza there you go yeah sometimes you just have to drop your voice a little but dealing with making a podcast on a regular basis forced me to be more regular about my creativity and it's something i struggle with about you know getting that kind of creativity out you hear a lot of professional writers talk about how they have to approach it and the idea of writing as a job and for us hobbyists for those of us who who do this for fun and love and by avocation rather than vocation, that regularity has helped me kind of crystallize some ideas, has helped me understand some tropes that I fall back on. And so just the act and very nature of recording this with the rest of you has been something I'm really proud of. Yeah, very much so. (laughs) Um, so, wow. Uh, you're, so I'll be honest, you're a joy to, to, I don't want to say work because this isn't like, okay, drudging over a computer, but, but no, doing this podcast. Enjoy work. Yeah. You know, it, it, this is effort I am, I'm happy to put in to, you know, try and make this not just you know, a good podcast, but fun for you dudes too, because you're just awesome dudes. You know, and uh, the other thing, uh, Garmaj, the one thing you actually got me to do is kind of a, I, I don't want to say like deep, you know, introspection, but kind of note where my shortcomings are as a GM. And, you know, especially with how you do world building and how you do this and that and the other, uh, when you run a game, like all your little things. And I'm like, I don't do any of that. And it, it works fine for me, but it realizes like, okay, this is something I'm weak on. All right. Maybe it's not like I'm going to completely change, but maybe trying to take some of those and, and work on trying to deliver in that way. That's yeah. Cool. Well, and I think that hits on something we're hoping readers and listeners are going to take away from this is 
our different styles kind of push each other and, and where we're strong and weak and maybe it helps the others understand their own spots. And that's, that's important. And before Zen kind of goes and answers his question about something he's proud of from these first 199 episodes, is there something that you're proud of at home? Something that you've done either inspired by the Seize the GM podcast or just that you have pulled off in the last couple of years that you want to share? Because we want to hear what you've done in your games that you're proud of. You can find us on social media. Jules has already mentioned that we are all over the place. Discord's a great, great choice. Tell us. We want to hear. And I think the other listeners want to hear what you've done, too. Yeah. I think they would. Yeah. And and the other thing is, uh, if you've gotten anything out of our podcast and you want to support us, we do also have a Patreon. And it's, you know, we, we do understand everything's tight with social distancing. But, you know, even just sharing the podcast, telling your buds about it, you know, or heck, you, can make, like, you wouldn't believe what these doofuses did. Yeah, that sounds more like what would happen with me. Do you know what they done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and oh, by the way, and and uh, like another thing, it's also Zen. You kind of got me back into like I I have a, a decent variation in taste in music, but you bring. It's always kind of cool when you would uh, bring up like, oh, I was listening to X, Y, and Z. You know, when I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that band, and it's and kind of fun. <laughs> Getting back I, into my I, old metalhead roots. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So okay, what am I most proud of? One hundred episodes. I'd say also creating this whole damn thing, this crazy adventure. <laughs> but I'm thinking I, I aside say, from that. <laughs> aside, aside from aside from that, I don't get I don't get to be proud about that, huh? No, okay. but I mean, you definitely can, but. Yeah, I mean, you came up with the whole concept, but I'm thinking more in terms of, you know, kind of like the, like, I created this. I I am the alpha and the omega of Seize the GM, you know, but I'm thinking maybe something else that was awesome that, you know, me just super duper proud, man, because you've done a lot. Um, You know what? Actually, a lot of the interviews that we have done, I have been really proud of. Everything from when we got uh, ben Loams from Sirenscape on, and we got uh, God. There was a guy. I'm, I am so, okay. For the record, everyone, I am horrible with names. Just to be known, I am. I'm notoriously bad for it. But we had an interview with. I want to say the name of the site was Gabbard. Uh, yes, Gabbard. And it was the guy. It, it took us forever to get where we could line up scheduling to get to talk to him about that kind of wiki set up for campaign connectivity. You're talking about Scabbard? Scabbard, yeah. Episode 41. Yeah, which was an awesome, you know, kind of, you know, feather in our cap. Especially uh, that one, the Ben 
loom loams and i mean we've had opti on the show a few times interviewing him because he's always doing something uh and just just a little teaser you guys will get to hear an episode with him next the very next episode has an interview with opti when I think that also kind of segues into something I wanted to talk about, thinking about what I'd like to see Seize the GM do in the next 99 to 100 episodes. I'd like to do more interviews. I'd like to ask questions and hear the excitement from people making these games. I, I want yeah. to know, you know, what can you tell us? Not just all the fun, because you know, we're gamers. We like the tea. When's it dropping? What's going on? What can you tell us? Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like did, what inspired this? That kind yes. of stuff. What inspired it? Why did you do that? You seem to have made choices that lead in this direction in your career. Is that what's happening here? I, I want to get the chance to kind of dig a little deeper. We are in a golden age of tabletop gaming. There's yeah. a renaissance. There is an explosion of players of games and everything from the old school revivals that keep the, the grognards alive that yeah. play the games that I, I remember from you know when I could barely get to a table to games that are coming out right now. There are so many things, and design has gotten so fascinating, and the world building. It is. There are questions I want to ask people just to hear them answer. Not because I need yeah. to know, but I just want to hear some people answer. Yeah. So yeah. if if you are launching a product or are working on something awesome, you know, drop us a drop us a DM. You know, it. it the, the thing is, like, we aren't going to know about awesome stuff that's out there if no one tells us about the awesome stuff that's out there. And if you know, we we've got. Uh, another little teaser, we have another uh, planned, hopefully awesome person we hope to be interviewing in the very near future with yeah. uh, about a game that I have, uh, I, I recently started falling in love with once I started to under, to certain things started to click. So, you know, they just had one Kickstarter and I supported it. And now I can probably say I own every book that this, this game has. <laughs> But yeah, we we like to know. And the thing is, if you tell us about something cool that's coming out, it might, you know, uh, imagine a a you know an RPG that's based, you know, uh, you're you're doing stuff uh, like in Shakespeare's time, but the Globe Theater is just a front for a bunch of monster assassins, and doing the plays have. Uh, you know, is the way of the casting of spells and you're coming up with something like that. I mean, Gardemanger and I would probably have our heads explode. Get get out of my draft folder. <laughs> Sorry, I was just, I, I was what? watching Much Ado About Nothing earlier, so it's good. <laughs> you know, or if, here's the other thing, if you are a mini painter and there's a new bunch of minis that are going to be coming out, or you do uh, like home crafting for uh, scenery and stuff like that, or other cool techniques. And you, I, I won't say that I have I have done any of those two things ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we we want to hear. Like we know there's a lot of awesome stuff, and we try and catch what we can. But we're we're not omnipotent and omniscient. 
Yeah, it's hard to keep track of everything that's happening because holy cow, they're just, everybody is doing stuff. Yeah. Listen to the interviews we've done, read the work we put up there. If you're a creator and you've seen the kind of work we do and the way we approach it, you know if you want to talk to us. I think we've got a great balance. I think we've got some great insights, but we're easy to find. But Jules, what do you want to see in the next hundred episodes? What do you see the future <laughs> to entail? Well, the thing is, one thing I'd like to at least have a little bit more in-depth discussions on is, uh, I mean, we did the self-care episode. We, we've done a lot of that stuff. I'd like to see more uh lack of a better term troubleshooting what's the faq when you screw something up or uh that kind of when 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 had to deal with the road bumps and and crud my air conditioning cocked right out in the middle of uh uh, you know when you're driving somewhere those things where it, it the 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 unknown unknowns lack of a better term for it because like how how would you handle it? How do you stop? How do you think? How, because you know, what if you made a wrong call or uh, somebody that there was there wasn't exactly clear communication, and certain people were running a game under a different assumption than what you were, and eventually everything goes uh, sideways. Make sense? Yeah. So we we've got how a lot of wonderful topics. Yeah. We got uh, on how to do how you know how to start stuff, how to do stuff. And you know, it's like, okay, once you get started, no one's gonna be brilliant the first time out of the gate. So yeah, you know, so it's like okay, you sprained your ankle, how are we gonna fix this? So fixing an in-game sprained ankle kind of an effect. I think that'd be helpful, you know. Between you know, it's just like okay, we can try and prevent as much as we can, but as the saying goes, a battle plan never survives certain contact with the enemy. The players are your enemy. I would say Murphy's Law is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about it you guys? What, what do you want to see? What do you want to? What do you? What kind of stuff do you want to have us do in the future? Well, I actually have been giving some very serious thought to this because this is what I do as a all-consuming. Um, Hobby. Where I have notebooks full of ideas and things I want to do and things I'd like to see. But I've been thinking about this a fair bit. And we really have focused a lot on GMs because, you know. The they, they don't get as much. Yeah, well. They also don't get as much like coverage in a lot of other things because everybody's always talking about the options for players and everything else. And so GMs need. I, I, I always felt that GMs needed something extra that they weren't getting from all of the other podcasts that were also very focused on a single game system. And I wanted to make it as broad as possible and focused on GMs. But the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, well, GMs get to play too. Sometimes. And it's not all the time. And it may only be once in a great while. But they do get to play. 
And I've thought about the possibility of throwing in just like a small little thing about either a game or, you know, some other like player things that you can throw in because GMs are a unique type of player in a role-playing game. And I've always felt like we need to kind of bring some of that to the table as well to help. Mm. So I've been thinking about adding something along those lines in where it's a little bit more or maybe something that as a player you would see in an in a more I will I don't want to say traditional but in an in an other in any other show you would see a lot more like oh the players in this and that so I thought maybe once in a while sprinkle in like kind of a player centered episode would be maybe a a nice break but also something that GMs can also still dig into and pull things out of because I've always felt like GMs are the ultimate scavengers <laughs> because they just, you know, they, they take and grab things from everywhere around them to create the games that they're playing. And I've always felt that way. So I like to have tools and options and ideas just out there that I can grab and just throw in if I need to. So stealing like maybe some of those ideas that players use all the time, throwing those out as an option more often for GMs could be another kind of interesting episodes. Well, I'm, I'm going to reiterate something else I really want to see, and I think will make things fantastic and marvelous and amazing. I want to hear from our listeners and fans more. Tell us things that you want to hear. You've heard us, you've listened to us, you know that we have our own peccadillos, we have our own preferences, but what can we help shed light on for you? Or what do you want to hear us tackle or, or struggle with? That is some of the best times that we have when we get ideas from listeners on Twitter, on Instagram, on Discord, especially if you're one of our patrons on Patreon, we will be more than happy to put you at the front of the class where it's easier to hit you with spitballs. Yes. Or yeah. Huckart and Eraser at your head, you know. Well, <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was assuming the other students were doing something, not me. <laughs> sure. Okay, so speaking of our Patreon, I would, I would like to put out a very, very heartfelt thank you to Eric. Eric has been a patron as long as I have had the Patreon up. And it's very easy to go and look at our Patreon and see how many we have. We have one right now, and it's Eric. And Eric has been... Amazing. All of the, all of the, during this whole pandemic, he has been absolutely amazing. And he has stepped up when so many other people stepped away and stepped back from things that they couldn't afford to do. He just happened to be able to. And 
he has been absolutely amazing during this whole time. And because of him, the show will be able to continue probably through the next two or three years off of just what he's given since the pandemic started. So I just wanted to give a special thank you to him for everything that he has done during all of this. And we know that things are tight and that the pandemic makes this a truly unique situation for most people. If you can give even a dollar a month, we would really appreciate it and would help us keep bringing this to you. If you're just listening to this free podcast that has no sponsors, keep listening to this free podcast with no sponsors. Yeah. And know that your laughter enriches the world more than enough already. Yeah. This is just a special call out to Eric for everything that he has done. Because there was another point where we were kind of on the verge of not sure whether we were going to be able to continue to do this at one point. And Eric stepped up again and donated way more than I ever thought he would. (laughs) So he has come through on so many times. Like that's the reason why we've got it out as right now is because of that first time he he gave to the Patreon. And then this time it's going to do the same thing. And let us know what we can do to make that Patreon worthwhile so that he gets some company over there. And yeah. then kind of filtering in and out and kind of beginning to have that, that moment of fade. I think it's probably about time we wrap up this episode before we get all sentimental on you. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll start kind of wrapping up here and saying, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. If you've done that once, if you've done it now a hundred times, we are grateful that people hear our voices. Find us on social media. Like, rate, review. You know the drill. You've heard it from every podcast out there. But tell us what you've liked and tell us what you want to see more of. Because odds are, we probably already agree with you. Mm-hmm. And if you like it and you think you know someone else might like it, you know, share. And... It doesn't matter. We've got uh, this wonderful, delightful cross-pollination thing going with October Pod, which is a, uh, a, a podcast slash YouTube series that deals with horror and, you know, uh, SCP, Uncanny Valley, that kind of stuff. And when we come out with something or post something, they're happy to retweet it and, and, say, and boost it to those uh to those followers, which is really kind of cool. So, you know, you don't have to to worry about well, what if this doesn't fall exactly. And if you know somebody that might like it, maybe they're a, a video game designer or, you know, they make up stories to tell to their kids. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I would just like to say to everybody that has listened in the past to the person who's just now picking this up, 
as their very first episode. Now, just so you know, this is not the normal for the episodes. It's really late for saying that, but this is not how we normally do it. We have a, a much more structured system. So if you were intrigued by any of this, go back, pick out another an earlier episode and listen, and then you'll get a feel for what we normally do. Yeah. But for everybody that has been here and has been listening, like I said, either from the very, very beginning or you, this is your first one, I really just want to say thank you because this is nothing more than I feel like it's always me just kind of screaming into the void of the internet. And it's kind of nice when someone screams back. It's really nice when somebody screams back. So, and if you get a hold of us on any of the social media platforms, I am almost always the first one to reply. <laughs> because I am, I, I keep them to where they, they send me notifications as soon as something happens. So, mm. I always reply. I generally try to reply within the first hour of somebody sending me something. Mm -hmm. So just so you know. <laughs> now, if it's the middle of the night for me, I don't get those until the morning. <laughs> but I do reply. Um, yeah, this is, like I said, this is one of those where it's not how we normally do it. So. Like, rate, review, share. Thank you. And at the end of the day, roll some nice. Yes. Thank ha you all. And so, have some fun. Until next time. See, I tried to wrap it up and kind of work into a nice, easy way to do that. But did Zen pay attention? No. No, no I don't. So <laughs> get out there, have fun. And we'll see you next time here on Roll some dice. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. And you can come find us on the social see, media. He platform. ignores all the so. cues, all the sideways. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm doing it now on purpose. So. <laughs> but all right, guys. While you're doing that, guys, make sure you take care of yourself. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And heck, if you've got some cool gaming masks or, or geek-related masks, share them with us on the social media, because I think we could all use a giggle. And I will retweet the hell out of them. <laughs> Darn Skippy. I'm always looking for masks. I wear them every day. <laughs> so we'll see you all next time. And thanks for uh, thanks so, for hanging out with us. All right, us. guys. Until next time. You can contact us or the show using Twitter, Facebook, or plain old email. Our Twitter accounts are at Zendead, at Jules Podcaster, and at 2050GardMoget. And the show's Twitter account is at SeizeTheGM. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash SeizeTheGM. Or chat with us and other RPG lovers in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash seize the GM. You can email questions or comments to the show at admin at seize the GM.com. And if you have a few bills you want to send us, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash seize the GM podcast. And we thank you.
Thanks for joining us for this episode of CCGM. Feel free to leave a comment about this episode on our webpage, www.seizethegm.com. Let the dice fall where they may, and we'll see you all again next week. Seize the GM is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. All copyrighted materials referenced herein are held by their respective owners. No infringement intended and no claim of ownership is implied. The music for the show is Dreaming Spirit off the album Ghost Machine by the Enigma TNG. His music is released under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, uncorded license.